Welcome to Life in Full Expression with me, your host, Beth Wolf. In this show, we will explore, elevate, expand, and learn how to live your best life. Have you ever wondered what it feels like to live your life in full expression or create an expansive vision for your future? Get ready to be energized to fully express yourself. Discover your heart's clarity for dynamic direction and life decisions and develop your unique capabilities so you are delivering your ever-increasing capacities into your world. Join me, Bath Wolf, and unleash the limitless capabilities of your soul, experiencing amazement, collaboration, fun, and purpose. Life in full expression starts now. All right, well, welcome you guys to another episode of Life in Full Expression. I love that opener. We're here to explore, elevate, and expand. And I'd like you to give a warm welcome to our guest host today, Leah Thompson. Thanks for being in the house today. Thank you for having me, Beth. Oh, so excited. Today, Leah and I are going to have a really fun discussion the power of listening. Um, as we were prepping for this, we were just, you know, going over our own reminiscence of really not getting a lot of training in listening at all. And this is if, if you want to invest in yourself as far as developing a skill set that will help you both personal and professional, this is the one. It's a, it's a great game changer. Well, let me give you a little synopsis as to why you're here and what you're gonna listen to and what Leah and I are gonna talk about. Really, um, we're gonna talk about what is good listening and what isn't good listening. I also wanna give you um, to discover four basic goals of good listening and that really are gonna set you apart from the average person. We're also going to introduce to you um, two of six powerful listening skills. And if you want to know more about that, I'm going to come in with that at the end of this session. So as you know, life in full expression in seven dimensions. So we're going to tap into the occupational dimension as well as the social dimension today. And really, this is really about social looking at the ability to interact effectively in occupational. How can this elevate you in your work um, with all your relationships there? Well, well, without further ado, I would love, Leah, for you to start us off with this amazing quote you have from Winston Churchill. I think this from is a Winston great foundation. Absolutely. I just, I love this inspiring quote from Winston Churchill and it's courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. Courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. And I just love the action of it being courageous and it's an active, it, it leads into this active listening. That listening is not a passive uh, thing to do as a human, interacting with others. It is very active and it requires the courage to sit back and let other people speak and let them finish their thoughts and to be present in that moment with them. Yeah, I love that. Who knew that courage was not only for speaking, but listening as well. Yes. This, it, this sums up our whole segment in all of that. I love what that says. And I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Have you ever taken a course on listening? Did you get any in high school, college? You know, what's ironic is in college, I took communications. In high school, there was even a communications part um, of my education. 
but not once in those communications did they have like a module or a focus on listening, which is 50% of communication. <laughs> like that, that literally is the biggest part of communication. And um, yet they taught us how to do public speaking. They taught us how to debate. They taught us how to um, put together good rhetoric, you know, and, and to communicate and discuss and to project these great ideas and stand up and everything. Not once, though, did they sit and talk and teach us about listening. It wasn't until I was an adult and going through um, a therapy, a continuing education program with my husband that I really heard about active listening. Same. I'm exactly the same. Didn't even, wasn't even in the wheelhouse of any of my education, um, you know, K through 12. It was more like, well, be polite, wait your turn kind of thing. But same thing when I was in university and took a a communications course actually my professor was blind so i felt like i got a little bit more out of that communications class but it was exactly what you just entailed and also later in life when i entered into um uh, life mastery institute and really took on a three-year coaching certification but one area that i know has really enhanced me and my listening skills and for our listeners out there right now I had a 40 year degree um, career in sports and occupational medicine. So it was vital that I was listening to patients when they would come to me with their injuries and what were their signs and symptoms. And you could learn more about the injury by what they were telling you verbally and the history. Um, you would almost know what was wrong with them before you actually even started doing cl uh, clinical testing. So. Yeah that sharpened my listening as well. Absolutely. And yeah. it's not something we're born with. It's not, it's not something that we're really inherently, as I raised, you know, an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, listening is not a skill that they are inherently born with. It is something you have to guide and teach and practice and practice and practice. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of research. I like what you said about practice that pretty much 70% of our waking time as adults is with communication. And 45% of that is listening, 30% speaking, 16% reading, 9% writing. So wow. as you mentioned already, 45 to 50% is us listening yet. Um, it's not really a, a virtue that a lot of us practice on a regular basis. So right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because we're doing it all the time doesn't mean that we're like, we have that skill. Just because you are listening 45% of the time doesn't mean that you have the um, engagement that comes with listening. Like it mm -hmm. might be more of like, just, I hear you, you know, you're, you're listening on the surface, right? Yeah. Well, and it's a little bit, if, if, you know, people that are not necessarily watching us right now, but as you're speaking, I'm doing the I'm doing a little bit of the bare minimum skills of listening where I'm I've got eye contact through the camera with you and I'm nodding my head and I'm going mm-hmm and those are bare minimum in mm -hmm. the the realm of listening it's not very active um, but we're gonna get into more of that one thing that I wanted to bring up is that while we're sitting and listening to another person there's something that you brought up I thought was really pretty cool. And as we're sitting there listening to someone, we may be thinking about what we want to say. Right. And you brought up a really cool perspective about that. Well, just that I, as personally, I find myself 
like I know that when it comes to good listening, you're not supposed to be thinking about your answers. Like you're not a lot of the times, uh, you know, you're you're waiting for a moment to speak or to say something back. And and for me, it's because I have quite a bit of insecurity about what am I bringing? To, am I going to be saying something enlightening, in light, in light, enlightening? Yes. <laughs> um, am I going to be speaking um, to it? Am I going to, do I have a fun anecdote to share um, with this mm-hmm. conversation? And so I'm racking my brain thinking of how can I be interesting and how can I um, show up in this conversation? And that, that deprives me of actually being present and listening to that person speak. I think we all fall victim to this because we have insecurities about sounding um, you know, unintelligent or not prepared or, you know, maybe some of us require a bit more time to think about the words, or we don't come up with the words like enlightenment. <laughs> right, right. And that that's where, you know, help from a friend. It works great. Yes. So, you know, and you brought up a word in there that reminded me um, of a mentor that I listen to quite a bit is David Metzler. And you used the word interesting, you know, like, if we stay in our insecurities and and looking at well how can i add value to this conversation um he shared a very wonderful simplistic statement when you enter into a conversation go there with the goal and the intention that you're more interested than interesting and it like oh it just takes off the pressure because now you're coming into a conversation with the listening tools of curiosity and intrigue and finding mm-hmm. out more about the person and being interested in them. And that that goes along with one of the um, uh, really a core value that I love to have in my life is that when I come into a conversation with someone that they really feel edified, they feel increased and that as they leave that conversation that they're uplifted because yeah. of that time and that they feel acknowledged and um, really Absolutely. just valued in that right because it can be easy to fall prey to sort of the stuff that you're taught to do like Mm -hmm. hey good listeners they don't talk while the other people are talking you nod and you go "Mm -hmm," and you say uh you you regurgitate what what you hear you rephrase you paraphrase back what you're hearing um but that doesn't add any depth to the conversation you know no yeah i thought we could give our audience today go back and forth on this. Well, what are some kind of bullet points of good listening um, benefits? Like how does it really, okay, Leah, Beth, you're talking about this and it can help us personally and professionally, but what is it that could it really do for us? So one is it could lead us to better grades in school or better performance in our, in our job, which leads to improved self-esteem and confidence. So that's one benefit. Yeah, absolutely. And with that, it can help you make friends more easily or build like more meaningful connections in your social network. So if you're being a good listener, you're just you're building a better reputation and you're surrounding yourself with people who have deeper connections. Yeah, I love that because it builds an element of trust. Yeah, like I, I can trust that this person is truly listening to me. The other thing, the huge benefit at solving problems ensuring understanding and a big one is resolving conflicts because in this human endeavor we're going to have some conflicts now and then you can't avoid it (laughs) though i try you can't avoid (laughs) conflicts (laughs) i just had an image of an ostrich putting their head in the sand (laughs) 
Yes, exactly. I mean, and it can it can make your children more resilient and resourceful, like raising uh, two kids who can be able to solve their own problems because they're listening to one another. They're not getting so stuck in their own issues. Uh, when my five-year-old is frustrated because he can't figure out a Lego piece, like right now he just got a bunch of Legos yeah. and he is all hands-on with them and he loves to do it, but he can't read the instructions. He can just follow the pictures. And so when he's getting frustrated, we just tell him, hey, use your words. Like, ask for help, say, what are you struggling with? And, and maybe, and his brother's like, oh, hey, what's up? How can I help? And it's teaching them to problem solve on their own and mm-hmm. to ask specifically what they need. I just love seeing it. It's, it's something we definitely need to keep doing um, throughout their I, whole lives. <laughs> I That's super cool. What you just said, because really it, it, it sounds like an umbrella of allowing your son to advocate for himself. Absolutely. creating a container that is safe for him to advocate. I do that a lot with uh, students in my college course. You know, maybe they're not, you know, they got off to a rough start. But if they will, you know, I create a container for them to advocate for themselves to come to, hey, Professor Wolf, I didn't turn this in, didn't turn that in. I'm like, well, tell me what's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. What's going on and what does it look like for you to actually advocate for yourself and asking for help? absolutely awesome and that comes with that listening so the other part of this is building strong relationships strong marriages um sometimes developing uh deeper levels of listening could actually save your marriage oh 100 percent. yeah that that i mean one of the most main common things that go into like marriage therapists when a couple's having a hard time is communication problems right it's like we it's not necessarily communication it's listening it's that part it's that Mm -hmm. section (laughs) yeah i you know i i've completed a 25-year marriage and and went to a lot of counseling and experienced that it was super helpful to learn those engaging active listening skills um and our marriage came to a completion but we did make great progress with yeah. that kind of advice. when you get to go into your next relationships with right. these skills and yeah. this ability absolutely add another one well there's even more benefits for good listening one of them is it can lead to greater productivity with fewer mistakes. And you had a great example of that as we were talking. Absolutely. And this, and this, and the business side of things when productivity, fewer mistakes, customer service, all of that stuff, the Mm -hmm. satisfaction, listening can save you so much time. Um, I had a client a few months back who um, we met every week and it felt like every week, either they forgot what we had covered or I had forgotten what we had covered. Um, We found ourselves circling back the same stuff. So I was like, nope, I'm going to take notes here. We're going to take notes about what we talked about and covered. We will do like a two minute review, but then we need to move on. And it was, it was funny to see them just kind of struggle feeling like, Hey, um, no, let's go back and talk about this. It's like, no, we don't need to let's keep moving forward. Um, And it was hard because there was just not on the same page and it, 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 took longer than it needed to and it caused so much more stress and anxiety than Mm. it should have Mm. i've had some of those experiences myself and that's a great summary (laughs) another benefit that is this is it allows you to actually avoid conflict Mm -hmm. um, and misunderstandings with coworkers or clients if you have really high level of skills of good listening 
Absolutely. Well, and like influencing and persuading, negotiating when it comes to talking to a leader, um, you know, a manager, a, a CEO, when you're, when you're speaking to someone who you might feel a little intimidated about, this gives you so much more confidence. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then finally, making the sharing of information more effective is actually going to help us lead to a more creative and innovative teamwork. Now, now you're speaking my language. Mm -hmm. If we're in creativity and innovative team, um, these great listening skills, the benefit of them is if your team is creative and innovative, your productivity is going to go through the roof. And one of my number one values is fun. And then yeah. you're having fun. You're having fun with your coworkers. You're having fun in life. Uh, you're having fun at work. How does it get any better than that? Love that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of them, uh, have a little bit of quote that many successful leaders and entrepreneurs credit their success to their listening skills. And one of a very successful uh, CEO, Richard Branson, for example, he says that frequently points to listening as one of the main factors behind the success of Virgin. So with that, we're going to go ahead and take a short break and you're going to want to come back for this next episode because Leah and I are going to be talking about four basic goals of listening. And when you know these goals going into a conversation and which one they are, you're going to be developing and up-leveling your listening skills. So come right back after the short break and we'll go through those with you. Tune in to The Unlimited Mindset, how to have more success, time, freedom, and peace of mind every first and third Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Your host, Camilla Kahlberg, helps you create a great life in an easier way. Learn the why, what, and how of conscious awareness. Shift what no longer serves you. Camilla knows firsthand what results you can achieve when you commit yourself. To learn more, visit Kahlberg Coaching. Life Engineering, processes that combine science, wisdom, and spirituality to create a life of alignment on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Join host Gabriella Embon and Dr. Pat every first and third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific for Wisdom Nuggets, step-by-step -step guidance to uncover the processes that help create the perfect synergy between your mind, body, and spirit to realize your true potential. Get ready for some magic wisdom on how to create a life of no regrets. Visit CoachingAcademy.net. Are you living life in full expression? Join me, Beth Wolf, on Life in Full Expression each Monday at noon Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com to learn how to explore, elevate, expand, and live your best life. Discover the seven dimensions of life blueprint of expression. Get ready to fully express, develop your limitless capacity, and experience amazement to become an igniter and inspire. Visit BethWolf.com to discover the dynamic coaching of life. Are you a badass with big dreams? Then you need to join Confident AF Live, taking your mindset next level to get next year's results today. With me, Brandon Foster. Tune in every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I will help you crack open the door to new ways of thinking and believing about yourself with mindset practices for badass people like yourself. For more information, visit BrandonRFoster.com. Living a life by design. It's the journey back to you and living 365 days of purpose with host Esther Graham. 
Tune in every second and fourth Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific. Discover that what is possible is already in you. God designed a phenomenal life for you. At Living a Life by Design, Esther helps you ignite the energy behind your personal journey. For more information, visit fddwomen.com. Welcome back, everybody, to the second segment on Life in Full Expression with Beth and guest host Leah Thompson. This segment, we're going to be talking about four basic goals of listening. And Leah's going to start us off with an amazing quote by Mr. Rogers. Of course, Mr. Rogers quotes got them all up my sleeve. So Mr. Rogers says, in the times of stress, the best thing we can do for each other is to listen with our ears and our hearts and to be assured that our questions are just as important as our answers. Mm. <laughs> it's I like just... two, two sides of the coin. Are yes, important. they're both important. Well, and when you understand that your questions and, you know, if we listen with the same kind of passion that we mm -hmm. wish that we could be heard, then, I mean, it's just transformative. Yeah, that's yeah. beautiful. And listening is really the art and science of acknowledging mm -hmm. the value of that very person that you're in presence with. And so without further ado, what would be four ways that you could acknowledge a person? Let's even go to the point that maybe you don't like them. All right, let's look at this. Some sweaty yeah. conversations of <laughs> a coworker or in this moment of time, you're with your spouse and you're like, I love you, but right now, mm, mm. not, I'm not really liking, you know, what's not going happy on. with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, here is a here's four secrets really strategies secrets i they're they're really beautiful strategies one of the things that i work with with my clients is if you're going to enter into a sweaty conversation with someone and um they're possibly not your favorite person in the world they're not maybe you both have a perception that it's just not easy to get along with each other you have very different perspectives kind of like our last podcast where we talked about you're taking a position and identifying yourself with a position rather than taking a stand exactly and yeah and if you want to know more about that listen to our last cool. podcast but these four goals if you are going into a conversation with someone that is a little bit difficult mm -hmm. are you going into this conversation with the goal of understanding that person, are you, well, you're, you don't, you wouldn't go into the conversation to enjoy someone, but what if you actually did go into the conversation, even though it was a sweaty one, yeah. that you could actually enjoy that person. Mm -hmm. um, goal number three is you're going into the conversation to learn something. And goal number four is you're going into the conversation to either give help or comfort that person. Absolutely. And if these, you go into these conversations with these thoughts, it can help guide how you listen. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. That's spot on. And we go back to making the decision that are you going into this conversation to understand and be interested rather than simply the other side of the coin of being, I want you to understand me, be mm -hmm. understood and being an interesting one. And um, 
when you allow yourself to feel and know and experience both sides of those, that's when you're going to have great success in that. Absolutely. So, yeah. So let's give a little bit of examples of these four different goals. So for example, um, if you're attending a class or taking an online course, obviously you're going into that to learn something. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, go ahead, Leah. Right. Well, and like when it comes to, I imagine the goal of going in to understand something could be when you're in like presenting a proposal in a business meeting, um, you want to bring questions and this, and let's say the speaker is proposing something you want to try and understand. So your primary goal for listening is to understand. Yeah. And that I think that's a great example too for a sweaty conversation that you're going in with the intention and the goal to understand this person's particular position, their particular mm -hmm. view, their particular perspective. Yes. Um, goal number three example is if you're meeting a friend and you haven't seen for a while and you know you meet at a coffee shop like Leah and I did just yeah. earlier last week. And <laughs> the main goal is just to enjoy being with a friend and to listen to what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Absolutely. And then the last one with um, giving help or solace, I think that if, if you know someone, they come to share some like sad news um, or something, you know, tragic has happened in their life or they're going through some hard transitions, your main listening goal is going to be to give help or solace, some comfort. Yeah. And I'd like us to distinguish a little difference. I think that can be a subcategory. Are you there to give comfort and listen or are you, you know, as far as giving help? Um, I found as my daughters grew older and now they're, you know, 27 and 24, um, they would come to me and I'd be listening and acknowledging and would ask them right out of the gates, you know, what is it, what is it that you want me to listen for? What is it that you would like out of this conversation? Do you, do you want me to just listen or are you looking for solutions and help? And that was a game changer because you know, as my divorce came to a, a close and a completion, um, my eldest daughter, who's, they're both very courageous. And my eldest daughter came to me and said, you know, well, mom, you really don't listen very well. And I was like, oh boy. Ouch. Well, it was a little, it was a little bit of an ouch, but it was also like, wow, I thought I was mm -hmm. um, as they would come home from school and I would listen to their day and things like that. But it comes back to asking really the, the right question is um, what were they looking for in this conversation? And obviously without me asking that question, I, I didn't know what the answer was. And so we sharpened that up and it worked really well by me. You know, even I'm like, do you, yeah, I am a, I am a pretty comprehensive life coach. And they're like, we just want you to turn that off, mom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But I have to applaud you for your ability to listen when they had that feedback. Cause like, yeah. I, I will tell you a lot of folks, a lot of parents would probably be on the, I, I am a good listener. What are you talking about? You know, <laughs> that might be their response. And in that case, they are really not being a good listener in that moment. <laughs> Not so much, not so much. I've experienced that with my own parents. And, you know, I'm glad you brought that up because that that's what really, you know, what we experience, we want to transform and maybe um, be a, a more expansive version of that. And bless their hearts. I grew up with parents that just basically shared with me, hey, Beth, 
it's this way or no way. I don't know why you're trying to think other than this because this is the way it is. And I'm like, but what if it isn't? Yeah. <laughs> I would drive them a little bit crazy. And so I grew up with parents that um, weren't interested in other perspectives. So that's something that I wanted to give my yeah. kids. I could see listening being also a superpower for yourself where it's giving you this moment of pause instead mm -hmm. of reacting right away and it's going to help you in your relationships and it did with your daughters the, the ability that you had to listen to their feedback and not react right away in like a negative way or to hear them like you you didn't just hear you listened yeah um, then you were able to protect your feelings in that relationship with your daughters mm-hmm and I want to let the listeners know that that didn't happen overnight for me. No, it, it was a skill that I got to develop and practice over and over again and uh, in many different relationships. So um, it wasn't just a one time thing where I came up with this question and it all went beautifully. I just kind of gave the audience the end story. Mm -hmm. So I put work into it. I really did. And I thank my daughters for putting work into it as well for them having the courage to speak yes and the courage yeah. to listen yes yeah absolutely <laughs> well let's talk a little bit about list other kinds of listening skills and these goals um i want to talk a little bit about business mm. and you know both you and i are part of chamber and b and i what does it look like for us to be what kind of goal are we setting forth when we're in those kind of listening and conversations well i think a lot of the times you're you've got to kind of turn off the ego a little bit of like how can mm. i be front and center or how can i give space because um you know you and i are in this bni and a lot of it is this give and take and and that rapport is really critical in business you have to have that built trust of um they're going to give me my time i'm going to give them their time and um so that's where active listening can really be at your benefit because if you are providing that service to others by listening then in turn, they should be providing that back, right? It's sort yeah, of that give and absolutely. take. Yeah, I love that you bring that up. I mean, one of the great things uh, just for B&I is using our, our GAINS profile, and it's an acronym mm -hmm. for goals, accomplishments, interests. Um, but that is, it comes down to getting to know each other's interests, mm -hmm. not just goals, not just achievements, but that we've got an active listening going and putting our ears in. Right, and, and setting a, a goal. Yeah, it, absolutely. Because, you know, we're on a team of marketing for each other and putting out their services for each other as well. Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. Anything else you want to add to those four goals? Again, number no. one, to understand someone, to enjoy someone, to learn something, or to give help and solace, those four goals. Yeah, I think it's also great you brought up asking your daughters. So I don't know, like, going into a conversation, asking and having a goal when you come to listening is yeah. so important. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would have loved to have these skill sets when um, I was a, a teenager, mm -hmm. um, early, like a young employee. Mm -hmm. um, I would have loved to have had those. And I want to put it out there to the, to the listeners. I've worked a lot with businesses and sometimes employees feel like the employer should provide everything for them to be successful. Yeah. And I would just open up that 
the more you can make yourself valuable, um, you're going to be irreplaceable to a certain extent, but just the fact that you're bringing value to that company, um, good listening skills and having those develop is going to be a game changer. Um, cause you're going to change the very culture that, that you're working in for that company. And that's, that's very, very important. Absolutely. Absolutely. There we go. So in a nutshell, we want to set the intention. Um, I am a proponent of asking high calibrating questions. And I, I just want to put out there as we bring this segment into a close that if we are asking high calibrating questions that are coming from solutions, one of the ways that you can really kind of pop a balloon in that and it not be very effective is when you're asking people why they do what they do in some realms that can actually create a defensiveness in people and mm -hmm. you take away the open engaging conversation and i, I don't know if you've ever experienced that a hundred percent it's a loaded question <laughs> it is it is because you're really asking people to defend their point of view mm -hmm. their perspective and it's almost like they're you're creating them to be trenched into it even more mm -hmm. versus asking um a question that might be a what or a how or mm -hmm. a when yeah or dra pulling in some personal perspective of like hey like when i first met you it's like i don't know much about life coaches can you tell me about that process you know and just mm -hmm. kind of leading into it of um asking more specific questions about what someone does in their business or what they're hoping to get out of it. Um, maybe some specific struggles or goals that they have rather than overarching. Why do you do what you do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, let's go ahead and take a short break. And okay. when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about what good listening is not hmm. and um, have a little bit of that because it's nice to see the other side of the coin of what is it not and what is it and so we'll take a short break and be back after this short commercial join dr ellie zarabian host of from chaos to connection growing from pain to community every second and fourth monday at 2 p.m pacific on transformationtalkradio.com you can impact the world in the most powerful way whatever your spiritual background or cultural heritage you can transform pain and trauma into community and well-being on chaos to connection dr ellie helps you identify what you need to make progress on your life's journey visit centeronpeace.com. Cafe of Delight, conversations that enlighten and inspire with me, your host, Gail West. Tune into TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific. We are at the precipice of one of the most exciting evolutions in human history. On Cafe of Delights, you will hear from those that are actively working at the edges of local, regional, and global transformation. For more information on hope for a new reality, visit Gail West at successwithsoul.com. Are you living life in full expression? Join me, Beth Wolf, on Life in Full Expression each Monday at noon Pacific time on TransformationTalkRadio.com. To learn how to explore, elevate, expand, and live your best life, discover the seven dimensions of life blueprint of expression. 
Get ready to fully express, develop your limitless capacity, and experience amazement to become an igniter and inspire. Visit BethWolf.com to discover the dynamic coaching of life. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome back to this last segment of Life in Full Expression. Today we're talking about elements of the power of listening. And as we come into this last segment, Leah and I are going to touch on a few things, a little bit more of what good listening is not. And we're going to bring in a little bit of some two strategies for levels of listening. And and then we'll bring it in for a landing. But uh, do you have another quote for us, Leah? Um, let's see if we've got one more quote. Is it okay that it's another Mr. Rogers quote? <laughs> I, it's okay with me. I mean, the man I has mean, so much wisdom. He's got so much wisdom here. So, um, listening is a very active awareness of the coming together of at least two lives. Listening, as far as I'm concerned, is certainly a prerequisite of love. Ooh. Mm. And I mean, I know we're not talking so much about love in this one. It's very, I mean, we could discuss it in personal and business, but it's that caring for one another. It's that, that human connection. That's how I take that. Absolutely. That is gorgeous. That, that's a drop the mic, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. (laughs) I love that. Yes. Cause it is, cause it is, I love that he says it's an act of awareness and it's, it's understanding that when you're talking or when you're listening and you're in communication, Mm -hmm. um, it's not one-sided and you're not thinking of just yourself. You're, you're engaged um, together in two people and two people, as we've talked about, who have different perspectives and that implementing those four strategies Mm -hmm. of listening that you mentioned um, whether it's to help and solace, enjoy, um, mm-hmm. understand, or learn. Right, right. And you can always in the conversation, it's okay that there's wobbles in it. I mm-hmm. That's something that I have in my relationship with Kelly. It's like, we're going to have wins and wobbles. Mm-hmm. And if we just know they're going to be there in these conversations, it's okay that they don't go exactly, you know, maybe how you perceive them to go but know that you've got the skills to navigate with the wobbles. And another one of my favorite quotes yeah. that I've learned is, you know, you don't become a skilled sailor in calm seas. Mm. So you don't want to be out in the storm all the time, but you definitely get to develop um, great skills with that. So 100%. first listening is not the same as hearing. This is a 
key point that um, hearing is actually a physical process, provided that you don't necessarily have hearing problems that occur naturally. Um, but listening is much more active and it requires both hearing and processing what you hear. And I love this aspect of it for us to have the awareness that listening actually takes focus and effort. Yes, this is why it's something work. you have to improve and it, it is a skill. Mm-hmm. Hearing is, like you said, it's a physical process that we naturally come to unless we have hearing problems, but um, listening is a skill. To- yeah, absolutely. So here's a question for us as well. Why do you think that um, people really don't even think about improving their listening skills? Any thoughts on that? I mean, I would say they're just not aware of it. Like maybe they just don't know that they're not good at listening. Um, I've come across people who are just, hey, I am a great listener, but they also talk over or they interrupt. And unfortunately, like uh, character wise, I do that when I'm enthusiastic about a topic. I'll be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll jump into it before. So. when I go into it intentionally wanting to uh, connect though, where it's like, hey, we're having a conversation. I want to listen. I want to be a good listener. Um, I, but it requires that skill. But if you don't know it, you just might think you're a really good listener, but you're not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And here is, we're, we're going to introduce two levels of six, but you're at the first level of listening if you are already doing this and so you're at level one out of six and that is not talking when others speaking you're mm-hmm. at level one love another part of level one go ahead and give this one Leah. well i mean letting others know that you're listening through like what we were talking about facial expression or going mm-hmm, yeah you know i think that these are basic things they teach you for hey be a good listener don't talk make eye contact, go, mm-hmm, yeah, and then yeah. paraphrase. The last part is to paraphrase back, right? Yeah, exactly. So those are the, those are level one listening skills is you're not talking when other people are speaking, you're yeah. giving facial expressions, giving a little nod of the head and um, adding in a little fun thing. When I lived in India for a while, you know, the, uh, in India, they would kind of wobble their head and you're like, is that a yes or is that a no? What is that? Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it was really actually a yes that it was the this little like almost like a figure eight that they were going in of an infinity sign with their head. And it, it just shows you too that in different cultures, it can mean a lot of different things. And for us to have an awareness of that as well, that, absolutely, you know, it's not just American culture, that's for sure. Let's, we're in a global culture. So, um, and those can feel, I mean, and it's something that is the most basic form of listening. And there's like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that being a starting place. You know, maybe if you stink at not talking when others are talking, then start there, practice with that. You know, there's Ooh, nothing like wrong that. with that. <laughs> but I just think it's very mechanical. It's just very um, dry. And, and um, when you do those things and you say, I'm a good listener because I do these three things, it's just you're missing out on the connection part of it. I love that when we were prepping and you said that out loud, out loud that it's becomes mechanical, almost like a rote knowledge. Like mm-hmm. you don't really have the deeper meaning of it. And I loved it when you said, 
it's mechanical, which means we're really not having that deep connection and engagement. That's super, exactly. Super cool. So there's three moves. These are three moves. They're great moves. I love what Leah mentioned. If you notice and are starting to have an awareness that you talk over people when they're talking, that's a great place to start. One of my mentors says that if you notice what you're noticing, that is the begin, uh, beginning of awareness. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Well, let's talk a little bit about some research that we have for our audience from um, some amazing development coaches in this. Um, Jack and Joseph, they're leadership development consultants on good listening. And they say that it, listening is much more than just being silent while the speaker is talking, mm -hmm. which we've spoke of that. Absolutely. And it includes interactions that build the speaker's self-esteem, which I wanted to applaud you, Beth, because you are extravagant at this. Uh, you make every person who you speak to when you're listening, not only do you paraphrase, you don't paraphrase, you make that person feel like they literally just like, they're the most wise person that you've ever spoken with. You have this ability of boosting confidence as someone who doesn't feel very comfortable always talking all the time. I prefer to listen. You are very great at encouraging someone to open up and speak. And I think that comes from the self-esteem that we talked about kind of earlier. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I love uh, creating an energetic space where people uh, feel elevated and increased and edified and acknowledged in conversations. It's just, it, it gives me great joy and I love to see them light up. And then that actually creates an energy that they feel uh, an increased desire and, and even safety to share even more. Um, and then I get to know more about the person and right. I really, really love that. So um, also good listening is about creating a two-sided cooperative conversation. And, you know, I'm even learning that in this podcast with you, because a lot of time I've been doing the podcast by myself and then having you on there. This helps me sharpen my skill in that area. You never know what is going to land. I, I love how you say download. Like when you're yeah. speaking with someone, what's going to land inside you? What's going to speak in your soul? Things come up, creative juices flow. It's incredible. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think like what the last thing here for um, good listening, it includes helpful suggestions from the listener. And and this makes me think of an improv when you're when you're working with people, the only way to keep it flowing is to say yes, and so you take what that person's saying and instead of um, regurgitating back like re reiterating back what they said, you just say yes, and, and you add to it and you keep mm -hmm. going with it. And that's how a listener can bring helpful suggestions. I love that when you brought that up as we were prepping here, that that's a major skill set that I bring in my, my coaching with my clients and con consulting with them. And I actually in the three years of training that I had in life coaching, um, and still because I'm breathing, so I'm still in training. But we, we actually had these improv comedians come in and do a workshop with us. Mm. And you brought up a really cool word in the sentence that you just said, that the yes and helps us stay in the flow. Mm -hmm. And that was so interesting to do improv because we were staying in this flow and they even had an exercise, I'm recalling it right now, 
of where we got in certain hand gestures and then we had to copy them and then make a new one and then some it was like a 3d twister type improv it was super cool yeah and we're in the flow mm -hmm. i love that so if we could add another goal in there of what Leah and I just are talking about, that the, the goal of active and engaging listening would be, well, what if we were in a flow? Yeah. Yeah. That brings up incredible, incredible innovation and creativity. Yeah. I love, I love that. that. Yes. Super cool. Well, we have a little bit more about research showing four main findings that you guys can actually, let's say that well, I'd like to maybe measure a little bit of my listening skills. And so there, there was another research that was measuring these and they had four main findings. Start us off with that number one finding. Yeah, so number one, good listening is much more than being silent while the other person talks. Rather, it's those who periodically ask questions that promote discovery and insight. This challenges old assumptions in a constructive way incredible because that at this time when you're like you were talking sweaty conversations mm -hmm. uh conflict anything like that this is rather than being silent and sitting there and listening to the conflict you can ask questions and you can um i love the discovery and insight that you're mm -hmm. inviting through that absolutely here's here's a little skill set that you could put into this as you're entering into maybe a sweaty conversation a difficult one a person that has really high emotions and if you're interested more in that the listeners in here this again there's a great course in my online platinum life university called the power of listening and it's as you go into this conversation of just asking the permission would it be okay if i ask some clarification questions mm -hmm. So you both are on the same page of like, well, yes, so that the person doesn't feel like they're being interrupted. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Another main finding was good listening included interactions that build a person's self-esteem. So what if that is your intention going into a conversation is that it is all about building that person's self-esteem? Who wouldn't want to be in a conversation with you to solve some maybe some difficult problems some difficult problems if you kind of boost up their morale there love that yep yep yeah so then do you want me to go into the next yeah, one yeah go for All the right. third one next one is good listening was seen as a cooperative conversation so we kind of talked about this cooperative conversation feedback and and that flow um both directions so kind of trying to prevent that defensive feeling um, about comments and and I think that that can be something where you listen and you listen to the end rather than cutting off and making assumptions mm -hmm. yeah. yeah and I don't know if you ever heard assumptions at times called ass assumptions. you make an ass out of you and me you've heard that yeah. one <laughs> yeah yeah that, I, oh, I, I I played in that hallway several uh. times in my life <laughs> Absolutely. And then the last main thing is good listeners tend to make suggestions. Again, setting that intention as you go into a conversation, would it be okay with you that we both ask questions? Would it be okay if we both make suggestions? Because now you're not being just a passive listener, you're being active, engaging, and effective. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Love yeah. that. Really talking about the art and science of being an engaged, active listener. So 
Mm-hmm. Why don't you share with the listeners this exercise that they could cool. do? Absolutely. So for listeners here, we can think about all of the people. If you could think about all of the people in your life with whom you've had conversations, I want you to picture some of those conversations when you felt that you really deeply listened to and identify the person. If you had to pick just one, um, who you feel is the best listener you've ever known and describe one of the conversations you recall having with this person and why you think the person demonstrated great listening skills in the situation and just kind of like hold that image of a great listener in your mind. And then what are the traits of this great listener? Um, yeah. So think about that. Yeah. That's a great exercise. Yeah. Just allowing yourself to marinate yeah. in that experience. I think that's um, why I like Mr. Rogers so much is that's the person I think about. He, he had a, he had a television show and he was by himself most of the time and he yeah. managed to be a good listener, even though he was the host of the show, like such a good listener. And that's, and he portrayed that and how he interacted with others. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Well, as promised, Leah and I wanted to share with you two of the six levels of of listening skills. And so the first level I'm going to share with you, and then Leah is going to do the second one. But the first level is creating a safe environment in which the conversation can take place. So sometimes when we're unaware, we might want to feel um, a rather impulse to have a conversation when maybe it's not the appropriate time. It's not mm-hmm. the appropriate place. Um, and so um, this takes conscious awareness to take that, that you're going to actually create a safe environment which difficult, complex, emotional issues can be dis- discussed. And you're gonna keep in mind, what's the listening goal for this particular level? So how about Absolutely. level two for the listeners? Level two, so clearing away distractions and focusing full attention on your speaker, this means you know, reevaluate looking at your phone, put your phone away, Uh, put down your laptop, focus your attention on the other person and making appropriate eye contact with it. Doesn't mean like you have to stare at them the whole time unblinking. It means we're going to make appropriate eye contact. And this affects how the speaker is being perceived by the listener. If you are looking at your phone or looking away or clearly distracted, um, the speaker doesn't feel heard. Uh, doesn't feel like they're being listened to and instantly that that attitude can change absolutely absolutely and it takes away the value of the person in the conversation yeah absolutely well here's a little sneak preview of the other levels it's about understanding the speaker's verbal communication their nonverbal communication empathizing with the speaker's feelings and asking questions and sharing thoughts the power of listening is a skill that you can develop. And if you want to know more about this, you again, I'll put a link in this post, as well as you can go to BethWolf.com and find the power of listening and you can develop your skills. So Leah, thank you for joining me on thank Life you, Beth. Mental Expression. Always wonderful to have you. And again, I challenge everybody, keep up those high calibrating questions to get high calibrating solutions. Have a great week. All right. Thank take care, you. you guys. See you then. Thanks for tuning in to Life in Full Expression with me, Beth Wolf. Tune in each Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Be your most elevated self and pursue a path of fulfillment, clarity, expansion, fun, and live in your best life. If you would like to discover the seven dimensions of your life blueprint of expression, 
to fully express yourself, reveal your heart's clarity for dynamic direction, and activate your unique capability, visit BethWolf.com. That's Beth, W-O-L-F-E.com. Views expressed on this program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not necessarily reflect the views of the station, its management, or advertisers.